0: Welcome to the Endometriosis Nutritionist Podcast. My name is Anna Marika Gerritsen, but call me AMG, and I'm a qualified nutritionist and I specialise in endometriosis. In this podcast, you will learn how what you eat and drink affects your endometriosis, and how you can use your diet to take control over your symptoms. If you have endometriosis, make sure you subscribe to this podcast and make sure you download my free report, Five Things You Eat and Drink That Make Your Endometriosis Symptoms Worse. The link is in the show notes. Let's start this episode. Hey, and welcome to another episode. Oh my goodness, episode 18. Um, I can't believe how many episodes I've got already Um, and I'm loving it I have to say I get lots of beautiful responses from from you listeners and to hear how much um, you're learning from the podcast Um, uh, some of the feedback has been that it's nice they're nice and short Um, I know we haven't got you don't really have time do you to listen to endless endlessly long podcasts so um, I'm sort of you know, that between the 10 and 20 minutes is probably uh, what's going to be the length, except when I interview people because then it takes a little bit longer. But uh, I'm glad you're really enjoying it, that you're learning a lot about endometriosis, and that's my whole point. Um, There is so much misinformation, uh, misconception about endometriosis that anything we can do to... Make it clearer to to you um, what is really behind your endometriosis and your symptoms. The more you can t- decide what's the right way for you to take control. Um, being at the at almost at the mercy of specialists who tell you, oh well, here take this medication or do this or take that medication um, is is really difficult because. One, it's not necessarily going to make you feel in better enough um, that you think, well, okay, I'm, I'm now in control of my endometriosis. Uh, and if that's not doing enough for you, then you need to know that there are other options. And so hence my attempt to really give you all the information I can give you around um, how nutrition and what you eat and drink affects your endometriosis symptoms and when when i say misconceptions today is one of those that i want to tackle now maybe you're listening uh, and going menopause you're going to talk about menopause i'm nowhere near menopause if you're in your 20s or in your early 30s or you, you know menopause seems so long away and that means that you are at the mercy of your endometriosis for a long, long time to come. If we believe the, the, um, the fact that, or if we believe that menopause will fix it. Um, so all the more reason to start to think about what can you do now to make the, those, that very long period of time, um, Better, And I'm also going to tell you right now, if you are still far away from menopause or if you are, you're seeing it coming closer uh, and you're going, oh, thank goodness, soon it will get better. I'm here to burst your bubble because the idea that menopause will fix it is a myth. your symptoms may reduce but that's not a guarantee and there are many women who go through menopause and still have all the symptoms that they had before so why is it that that there's there's such a strong belief in in this this thing that menopause will fix it well i think it's because we still most people still assume that endometriosis is a hormonal disease and if that's the case then when you go through menopause your hormones especially estrogen the levels drop and so then if it's an estrogen disease estrogen-based disease then symptoms must reduce right when you reduce when you get less estrogen Um, however endometriosis women with endometriosis do not produce or have more estrogen than women without endometriosis it's not a disease of an estrogen um excess right it's not because of an overproduction of hormones in fact that women with endometriosis their hormone levels are quite normal um so yes endometriosis is dependent upon endo and estrogen because when you uh, so estrogen levels rise which brings on which brings on your um your period and that means that the the lining of your uterus sheds and bleeds that same effect um is taking place on the endometrial like tissue outside your uterus so that tissue that is spread throughout your body wherever um, you happen to have it, reacts to the rising estrogen level by shedding and bleeding, but it's it it would do that in response to um, just normal uh, estrogen levels. Now, of course, when you get to menopause, you don't have those respo- uh, reactions anymore, so your estrogen drops, so you that's so you at some point you stop. Um, having your period but if you still have endometrial tissue outside your uterus and because we don't know how that gets there we still don't have um, an explanation really that explains everything um, that, that will continue and because that doesn't seem to come from hormone levels So that means that if you have endometrial tissue outside your uterus, yes, you don't have this, the reactions uh, that you have with your period. So if you have uh, extremely painful periods and you have extreme bleeding during your periods, that will disappear. So the symptoms can reduce. But any other symptoms and any other situation, it's still there. So you will still have that endometrial tissue In your body and it will in all likelihood unless you do something um, about it it will still spread and it will still continue to to become worse and you will still have other symptoms like um, uh, you know the digestive system symptoms so uh, bloating uh, constipation diarrhea nausea vomiting um migraines uh headaches uh fatigue locate located pain um if you have endometrial tissue on nerve endings or on on uh, on organs that all that will still be the case menopause will not reduce that will not fix it so If you were waiting for that so if you you know you might be at the end late 30s or or early to mid 40s and you're going almost i'm almost there it uh i hope it will bring you the relief you're looking for but it is not a, a, a a certainty um and so to take more control of those symptoms and for those of you who are years away this is the time to look at other ways to take control of your symptoms because um it there's more to be you can gain more from other ways of controlling your symptoms and and one of those is diet and there's some other uh, things that you can do as well In in a previous episode i talked to sam murray who does meditation so that's one way to to start managing your pain Um, i will be talking uh hopefully uh sometime soon to a pelvic physiotherapist um then i might i might talk about yoga there might be some other ways that you can look at um managing and taking control of your symptoms Um, but don't sit here and wait and go well at least once menopause hits then i'll be fine because because we don't know what's causing your endometriosis it is not likely to um well we know it's not estrogen um so the change in hormones is not necessarily going to make any major difference other than um stopping your periods which for many of you i know is going to be so much better but if you also have other symptoms then um it's not going to be the be all and end all so think about um look at so make sure that you're really well informed about how what other ways there are to improve your symptoms and until we have a cause of endometriosis that's the best we can do is is to manage symptoms reduce the severity of symptoms um, but there are many, many ways that you can do that, and what's the right combination of approaches is uh, very individual, and only you will know what works for you and what what is your preferred um, combination of different approaches. But do your research, find out good, um, scientifically based information about how uh, how you can improve your uh, the severity of your symptoms, and fortunately diet has a major major impact menopause not um, so if um if you are worried about your symptoms or you're you're not sure where to start or whether diet might be a good way to um uh to to take control of of some of the key your key symptoms especially if you have bloating um and uh, um Diarrhea or constipation or nausea or headaches, migraines, fatigue, diet is absolutely a key element in there. Um, you just want to have a chat about it. Um, keep listening to the uh, uh, my my little end bit because um, I'll give you uh, a way to book in for a free uh, endometriosis SOS call to just discuss and see if uh, diet is a way for you to um, go forward. Right. That's it for today. Not not a, a cheerful topic. Um, and for some of you, perhaps a little bit disappointing. Um, but there it is. I will talk to you again in two weeks. Bye for now. Now, if listening to this podcast, you are wondering if nutrition could be an avenue for you to pursue, to try and control your symptoms and reduce your symptoms um, or the severity of your symptoms, then why not book a an endometriosis SOS call with me? It's an obligation-free, totally free, 30-minute uh, video call where we can talk about what you're experiencing and i will be able to give you some options to go forward the link is in the show notes